over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Good morning, all y'all. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Rosie on the House. You're in my house this morning, which just happens to be every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Every Saturday morning, I, my son Romy, my wife sweet Jennifer, our broadcast engineer Gary D., all come down here to the studio Saturday mornings to answer your questions about anything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin. You reach us by dialing one 767 4348 Sweet Jennifer will pick you up, find out what your question is, and we'll get to it as quick as we can. It's a toll-free number. We'll answer every single question that comes in, and we have cleared the lines during the break, so all phone lines are open now. If you've got a question, give us a ring. No matter where you are in the state of Arizona, and we're heard pretty well statewide, no matter what you're trying to do, there's a really good chance in the last 48 years of building and remodeling in Arizona, I've probably already tried it once or twice. So give me a call and let me see if we can't put our building experience to work for you and help you with tricks of the trade, tips, product recommendations, and maybe if it's a project you don't want to tackle yourself, we can put you in touch with someone in your corner of the state that we know you can trust from our referral network at Rosie on the House. So to reach us, it's one 767 4348 A lot of ground to cover. Uh, we started a couple weeks ago on this topic of water. And uh, boy, have we ended up, that was a deep dive. Uh, that subject just goes on and on. You, you start at your tap and then you go to the meter and then you go to the municipal providing station, whether it's purification or wherever. Then you go to the Colorado River, the Salt River. Then you go to Mead, then you go to Powell, then you go to the Snake River. It's just, it's a never ending story about water, your water here in Arizona. What are we gonna do to secure it? And recently, the Arizona governor uh, signed legislation that grants how much money, Romy? Well, it's, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, it's a billion dollars over the next three years. But yeah. um, right now, in our on the house hour, we're talking about something on your home, castle or cabin, and it is water month. And talking about deep diving, we're diving to the bottom of your pool. That's right. To look at locations where we could potentially have leaks. We've got a, a specialist in. And this isn't your first time on the broadcast. You stopped by our Pella Remote. I mean, just as y'all joined the membership and made it through the screening process last October, September, October. Um, and you're like, well, you know, it, it's really not ideal till about August because if someone has a pool leak, they've actually, they're, they're in their pool enough this summer that they've probably, uh, you know, 
once we talk them through it could start to say, oh, you know what? I have noticed that. I have noticed that. Maybe maybe we do have a little seepage somewhere. So we brought you in this month. And we're talking basically conservation through our pools. That is correct. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, we find in the summer months um, you, your water bills can be very high comparatively to the winter months. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it'd be a great time to come in in August and uh, go over some things. Tell us tell us the story of pinpoint pool leak detection. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a niche right there, Ian. That's a it niche. Is. It is, yeah. So I've been in the pool industry for just under 20 years. Um, saw a huge need for pool leak detection. Um, decided to dive in headfirst, if you will. Um, <laughs> six years ago into leak detection to be exact and we have really helped a variety of customers uh, not only the general homeowner but also pool builders pool service companies and remodeling companies i would imagine most homeowners don't even know their pool is leaking how would they know to call you that is correct yeah so because most pools most newer pools have autofills on them um, the autofill generally keeps up or does its best. So from just the outside looking in, the pool looks normal. Um, we also have noticed that, that leakage generally goes down uh, under the pool, not really up and surfacing and puddling in the yard. So uh, you really need to look very thoroughly at your water bill. Uh, and we've got some tips today to also... Uh, the general homeowner can do to see uh, if there's a leak, um, perhaps around the autofill or, or something to that extent. Now, can you <clears throat> turn off your autofill? You can, yeah. There's multiple ways to do tests. You can shut the autofill off. Uh, you could set a bucket test on the top step. That's a very popular option. Uh, now, how do you get the water in the bucket the same level as the water in the pool it's tough because the bucket wants to float off the top step and drift into the pool so yeah uh what we generally tell our clients to take a five gallon bucket uh put it on the top step with some type of stone or river rock on the bottom of the bucket we generally tell our clients to fill the inside of the bucket to the same height as the water on the outside of the bucket so it's only going to have maybe 25%, 20% of water in the bucket. We then ask the client to shut off the pool, shut off the autofill. No swimming, no dogs in the pool, no outside rain elements can take place. And we're watching to see if the water inside the bucket evaporates at the same rate as the water outside the bucket, right? We know that the bucket itself doesn't have any stress cracks or, or structural issues. So... If the water on the outside of the bucket drops greater than what's inside the bucket, you've got something going on with the pool and or the spa. The integrity of the pool shell, Correct. the integrity of the pool plumbing, Correct. something. Yeah. And, and it's not necessarily just plumbing that, that could be leaking. We find just as many leaks in the structure of the pool or spa. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, our, that's, that's a basic test you can do. Our home was kind of in the eye of the storm last night. I think our neighborhood got something north of two inches. Yeah. So the water level, when we went to bed at 10 o'clock last night, was literally to the top of the cool deck coping. Mm -hmm. This morning, of course, it was just to the top of the tile. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so Jennifer mentions this morning, well, I'm glad Ian's coming in. I think we have a pool leak. I said, well, no, when it's over the coping, it's going right. to be leaking over the collar of the, of the swimming pool itself. But once it gets below that collar, it should stop. That's correct, yeah. So <laughs> anything at the top of the tile is at the top of the bomb beam, and that's not structurally sealed, right? Uh, when we get an excessive amount of rain, we see that. And generally, it drops pretty quick to the tile portion. Once you're sitting in the tile portion, you're generally sealed, but the ideal position for the water is the middle of the tile or the middle of the skimmer if it's an all Pebble Tech pool. Sure. Yeah. And when you talk about the bond beam and the tile, explain that uh, for people just yeah. to understand how their pool is structurally built. Yeah. So when, when a pool is, is constructed, uh, they put in... Uh, a shotcrete shell, and there comes a point where they've got to cut off the top portion of that shell. That's what we would call the bombing, right? Anything above that is not structurally sealed. They generally will put the tile and or the pebble tech, depending on when the pool was built, um, six inches um, below the top portion of the bombing, right? Uh, So you really want the water three inches if not slightly more, below the top portion of the bomb beam so that if it rains, you've got three (laughs) inches to play with, give or take, right? Um, When you get four, three or four inches overnight, it's going to go to the top of the cool deck or top of the travertine, but generally leak back down to its normal level very quickly. So, Well, the intriguing part about your business is when I was introduced to the concept, to the company. This was uh, been about a year ago now where we just began to, to be aware of what you were doing. It was the fact that these repairs could be done without draining the pool. Yeah, some. Now that's... Not pretty, all, but some. That's yeah. pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we're forced to, right? Because if it's a plaster pool in the summer months, you, you can't, can't drain, drain it, right? Yeah. So we, we generally try our best to, to keep the water in the pool too, um, we're finding that the, the Valley's customers really want to conserve water. And, and if we can save it without draining it, we'll certainly do so. Um, but yeah, case by case basis, for sure. Is it like a roof where you start looking for leaks around penetrations, you know, where the vent stacks are coming up or the, uh, any type of plumbing vent or ventilation type? Uh, attic ventilation are you looking or do you start looking around the drains around yeah. uh, holes where the they might have the inlet vacuum systems yep. plugged in or the jets pour water push water in yeah so we have what we call high traffic areas uh, where we find a lot of our leaks but we also train our locating techs to be real balanced right if you're over exerting towards high prone areas and and find something <laughs> small there and overlook something else that's not common, you obviously did not uh, properly locate. Right. You got to have great balance. Uh, That's a very popular question. Clients ask us that constantly. Well, what is the most common area for a leak? We definitely have some common areas, but I mean this, we find them in a variety of places. Uh, so, So what makes our company so great is we don't just find the first leak and then pack up, we thoroughly go through everything, plumbing and structural side of the pool. So a lot of times the customer will, will, will find multiple leaks. Uh, well, this, this obviously is more 
than just a walk-around visual inspection. So I'm going to be very interested when we get back after this short break to talk to you a little bit about, okay, someone calls you, you show up in their backyard. What kind of equipment are you showing up with and what are the basic test, leak testing equipment look like? We're here with Ian Hanley of Pinpoint Leak Detection and Pool Repair and we'll be right back. In my house, at Rosie on the House, with guest Ian Hanley from Pinpoint Pool Leak and Detection. Okay, Ian, uh, we've got people uh, curious now. Uh, I, I don't even know if I have a leak in my pool, uh, but I'm going to call Ian. How would I get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can contact us at our main office number, 602-777-0771. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can also go online to our website, uh, www.pinpointleakaz.com, and you can fill out an online forum. Okay. And we're going to ask you some general questions, um, which will give us a leg up in getting your your, uh, work order processed. And uh, somebody would contact you Monday to be exact, okay. uh, setting things up. And so you're going to show up with over 20 years of pool maintenance, building, construction, remodeling experience, your, your two eyes and the library of information you have between your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how do you use that equipment to find a subterranean leak you can't see? Yeah, it's a great question. So <laughs> Where do you start? What are you gonna What are you gonna show up with? Yeah, it's a great question. So, we have four locating techs on staff, and each technician has over ten years of locating and pull experience. Um, they're very, very thorough. On the truck, we're gonna include sonar equipment, pipe locators, cameras, pressure testing equipment. Um, those are probably the most popular items. Um, we use pressure testing uh, techniques when testing. Most of our tests take anywhere from three to six hours to complete. Uh, so we can only do really two tests per day in most cases per truck. Three to six hours. Yeah, very thorough, very in-depth. And when you find a leak, is there such a thing as an average? Are people losing 20 gallons a day? Are they losing 200 gallons a day? It's all over. So um, last week we had one that stuck out. The client, uh, this was a commercial property. They were losing uh, a considerable amount per day. It equated to $4,000 a month on their water bill. That's extreme. That's Uh, a lot of water. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. Yeah. And then in most general residential home cases, the water bill ranges anywhere from $100 a month uh, to $800, $900 a month. Uh, I would say anything over $400, it's always good to do an audit on your yard, on your pool, and on your home. Uh, it's, it's really case-by-case basis. You know, if you live in a larger home and you have an acre lot yeah. and everything's full of greenery, it doesn't surprise me at three or $400 a month. If you live in a track home area and you've got fake grass and, and desert landscape, and, a pool. and you're at in a pool, and you're at two hundred a month. I feel that there's probably a leak. 
Okay. So three, four, five hours of yeah. attack with equipment there, taking a look at it. Um, do you, is there a, what would I expect to pay for that kind of service? Just to come, just answer my curiosity. Do I have a leak or not? Yeah. So pricing ranges depending on what your pool features. So if you have a standard basic pool uh, with a vacuum that, that runs around, uh, no spa, no pop-ups, uh, you're starting at 385. Okay. And if you get into some of the customary pools with pop-ups, multiple water features, a negative edge, and a pool spa combo, those can get as high as 850. Yeah, that that gets pretty complicated when correct. you get multiple pumps, multiple plumbing systems. That's correct. I can see that. That's correct. Yeah, and it, and it generally means we'll be there all day. Um, so yeah, that, that's a. What a will the homeowner have at the end of that day? Yeah. So. Generally, our field techs will process all the information. Most of our reports go out with anywhere from 10 to 50 pictures in the report. Uh, the pictures are labeled with arrows and captions, really breaking down what that photo means. Uh, we generally ask for 24 hours after the leak detection is complete for our front office to process the report. Uh, we've got an awesome uh, technicians in the in the office that, that put it all together, uh, photos, descriptive details, pricing, everything's itemized line by line. And we really walk the customer through what exactly was found, what is passed, what has failed, what options uh, are on the table to fixing the issue. Um, and the clients really see that, not just in the front end of the company, but in the reports and estimates as well, with the thoroughness in putting things together. How far will you go? How big is your service area? We're pretty, we, we'll go all over Maricopa County. We're known to go to Tucson. Um, we have gone up north, Sedona, uh, Prescott, and we do go to Yuma as well. Okay. Pinpoint leak detection and pool repair. And you've recently kind of grown into other services that I want to talk about a little bit. But again, if someone were interested to contact you, how would they do it? Yeah, just contact us at our main office number, 602-777-0771. You can also text that phone number as well, uh, or you can go online, www.pinpointleakaz.com, and you can fill out an online forum, and we'll get back to you uh, when we open up Monday morning. We have a number of questions from listeners that have been coming in, so we'll get to those after the news break, as well as some of the stories and some of the unusual leak detections that y'all have found after, uh, you know, one of these four, five, six-hour investigative studies. So just to kind of give everyone an idea of where and how, you know, water could be leaking from your home. And then some of the repair tactics, you know, if you're repairing plaster underwater, how how you do that? Even when the roads are covered in water, <laughs> it's Arizona is still Sanderson Ford country. After last night's storm, you might be interested in taking a look at something with a little bit higher clearance. <laughs> you might want to look at uh, maybe uh, SUV, uh, Expedition, uh, Explorer, Escape. Uh, they've got them. Sanderson Ford being the most awarded Ford dealership in all the country, I'm talking about America, the most award-winning Ford dealership in America has inventory. 
on their 64 acres in Glendale on 51st Avenue, you'll thank me for this recommendation. I've been thanked literally thousands of times from people that have gone over there and said, Rosie, you are right. That's the only place to buy a new vehicle. New or used, you looking for a vehicle, get over to Sanderson Ford. 51st Avenue and Maryland. Six days a week. Just know they're closed every Sunday to allow their family time, their employees time with their family. Continuing our conversation and our on the house hour, we're spending this hour on your pool. A lot of water back there. We want to make sure that it's uh, staying there. And one of the notes that we had on, on identifying it, Ian, that I thought was interesting was chemical use. That if you suddenly find yourself having to use more chemicals to keep your water chemistry balance properly, that could be a sign of a leak, not bad chemical management. (laughs) That is correct, yeah. So the majority of our calls actually coming in as of late are pools that are losing salt. Um, A lot of customers in the valley actually move to salt systems because of the increase in chlorine tablets. Uh, Over the last few years, buckets of tabs have gone up uh, two to three hundred percent, right? So, customers have moved to a salt system as an alternative method to chlorinating their pool. Well, if you have a leak, uh, you're going to obviously drain out the salt uh, water, and you're going to add tap water through the autofill. Well, the tap does not contain the same salt levels as uh, that's required to run the salt system. So the customer comes to a crossroad very quickly that the unit's not working, the salt system's not working, and they have a leak. So we go in and obviously nail down where that water is going, fixing the issue, putting the salt back in the pool for the client, and then the salt system takes back over. And a pool is going to evaporate a quarter inch a day. I mean, a pool evaporates once a year, right? No, it evaporates daily, but he means the whole volume. The whole volume, correct? You'll you'll evaporate the volume of a a twelve thousand eight foot deep, twelve thousand gallon pool. Correct. Will evaporate once a year. Uh, Now I know in June it's more than that. I mean, in June when we're at nine percent humidity, it's one hundred and ten, one hundred fifteen. But average quarter inch a day. Correct. You're going beyond that. Turn your filler off and just check it. That's the first quick, easy check right there. Correct. Yep. You can turn off the autofill, turn off the equipment, stay out of the pool, of course, and just watch it free fall. And if it drops inches or, or more than a quarter of an inch, you probably have an issue. So we're talking about wasted chemicals. And more preciously, in Arizona, we're talking about wasted water. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a group effort in conserving water, no matter which side of the fence you're on with the water uh, concerns. Uh, I haven't met one customer that doesn't want to, to help uh, conserve it. Um, so, yeah, every little part that we can do or the homeowner can do helps, uh, you know, further downstream with with restrictions that could come about. Well, let's talk about some of the repairs that y'all have made over the years. Big crack right through the plaster. Expansive soils underneath shift. The weight of the water in the pool, you know, might might put a, a stretch crack where it's going down to the deep end. How do you go fix that? 
Well, well now, Romy, we're going to scare everybody with this. So here we go. <laughs> um, you know, let me let me be very clear that there are areas of town um, that have more expansive soil than others. We actually have soil maps, and we're able to determine uh, which area of town is more of a concern than others. Uh, let me also be very clear that we will not take on. Uh, every repair. There are some pools that have poor workmanship when they were originally constructed, and it's best just to start over. And we're very clear and honest with our customers in that case. In answer to your question on the structural repairs, we generally have to drain the pool, open up the, the cracked area, and essentially the shotcrete's broken in half. Uh, we got to get in there and repin and pinch that cracked area back together. So we'll do that with assortment of uh, rebar staples and uh, uh, heavy pressured concrete mixes that, that allow us to, to reinforce that area. Um, very similar to the medical profession. You know, if you have a staple in your head or in your, your body, it looks very similar before I finish it off with a, with a pebble or plaster patch. Something a little more simple than that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, that's not a common repair. Let me also be very clear. That's not a common repair. Most of our repairs are in uh, autofill boxes, skimmer boxes, the, the random line that, that, that obviously cracks. That could be tree or, or, or root-related. That could be a defective PVC fitting. Um, those are probably the most common areas we get a repair. And, and keep in mind, Romy, you can actually do a lot of this legwork yourself without even having us come out. You can simply lift the skimmer lid or lift the autofill lid on the deck and, and, and look, if the autofill is just constantly running, you probably have a leak. It's no different than an inside a home, a toilet, always, uh, a toilet float always running. As far as the skimmer goes... Look in there. If there's any cracks on the sidewalls of the skimmer housing or any cracks on the sidewall of the autofill box and water is sitting in that crack, it's a leak. Water's drifting through that crack and down into the soil. And you will not probably, you won't be able to line it up with water pooling in the yard. It goes down rather than up. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, those are definitely some common areas that um, that that we that we find leaks. Uh, also, look for air bubbles in the line. If you got a lot of air bubbles in the water coming out the returns, there's an air leak of some sort. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's in the pool. That could be in the equipment and the filter as it's running. It's sucking air into the system, and that comes then into your pool. But it's still an indication if you see it. That's There's correct. And what's great about our service is we not we don't just pressure test and leak test the pool structure. We tie it all the way back into the pool equipment. So we create a closed circuit from the pool equipment to the pool. If something's leaking at the equipment, it's a leak. And we're going to address it, flag it, and bring it to your attention. Um, so, yes, the pool equipment's also factored in. And on the pool equipment itself, if you've got like a crack in the line as it's coming to the pool, I mean, what kind of precautions do you have to take digging down on the outside of that pool to fix that? Because I can't imagine you'd want a big open gaping spot. I mean, that that shotcrete against the dirt is is designed to be part of the pool system. Correct. It's not just the shotcrete itself. You can't 
dig out half of one side of a pool and expect it not to collapse out. Correct. So a lot of times if it's, if it's close to the shotcrete shell and it's really, really deep, we're forced to go on the, on the inside wall and, and hit through the shell itself. We won't dr- dig down 7 to 10 to 12 feet to go around the outside. It just doesn't make sense. So you cut out a patch inside the, the, inside pool, the pool. Fix Correct. it and then re- Shot created. Correct. So we'll repack uh, it in. A lot of times, keep in mind the washout from the leak, uh, you know, taking place for months, sometimes years. We actually have to fix the plumbing and then we have to go in and repack in with sand and, and ABC and, um, and, and aggregate and pea gravel and really pack it in and then mud fill it, repin it, and then finish it off with the surface patch. And that's not a wet. Uh, of, of pool filled repair. I mean, you got to drain the pool for that one. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but keep in mind, 20% of our leaks, give or take, are on the inside of the pool. The majority of them tend to be outside. There's more real estate, right? There's more yard space for it to, to occur. The problem is uh, that makes our job very challenging at times is when the builder builds the pool, they dig one trench and they lay all the plumbing lines in that trench and bring them back to the equipment. So let's say it's the vacuum line that's leaking. Well, we know the vicinity, but the question is, is how many plumbing lines are laying on top of that vacuum line to get to? So we may have to cut out 10 to 15 pipes to actually get to the vacuum (laughs) line. Oh my goodness. So bridge after bridge after bridge to get to that one line. (laughs) All right, we've got a couple listener questions. We're gonna rifle through one. Um, they want to know if you're available to hire to yell at their HOA because they don't feel they're doing a good enough job keeping up the community pool. Are you are you a screamer for hire? The muscle, you look too nice. You look too nice for that. But are, is that a, is that in your job description? It's not. That's why I have a manager. Their job's to do that. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah no I I try not to scream as best I can. <laughs> well, Mike's got a Pebble Tech pool. And he has cracks on the rolled steps. It's above and below the rolled edge. Can leaks come from this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I will say in Pebble Tech cracks, it's just because it looks really awful and it looks like it's got to be leaking. At times it's not. Uh, there is a, a multiple layers on Pebble Tech. So you definitely have a surface crack in the Pebble Tech. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's cracked the shotcrete shell. So ultimately, you need our service. We need to come out and we need to die test those areas really thoroughly to see if the cracking has gotten through the shotcrete shell. Explain the die test. Now, die testing, you can go online and do a lot of the, the preliminary testing yourself. The problem with die testing is it's very skewed if you don't have experience in it. Um, the general homeowner or, uh, employees, when they first start with us, they want to squeeze way too much dye out at once and it just goes <laughs> everywhere, right? You got to really have a touch for it. And, uh, you could have a crack that's 18 inches long and 80% of the crack is not pulling, oh, but 20% of oh, it is. Man. So if you're dye testing a section of the crack, but not all of the crack, you've got a false reading. Now, if I'm a homeowner listing, I'm hearing how you can repair the plumbing, Correct. you can repair the gunite, the shell, the rebar, 
but uh, do you do you take it all the way to the matched white plaster, the the Pebble Tech, or do I then need to get a pool contractor to come in and finish behind your re- structural repairs? Yeah, we handle everything start to finish, especially when we take on the repair. We understand what it what it takes to do it inside and out. We generally anything that we start a repair on will generally handle that portion start to finish. Um, I want to be very clear on patchwork, though. Uh, we're in a, a unique sector of the industry. We're not the builder. We're not the remodeling company. We're in the underground repairs and patch industry. So a patch is a patch. You are going to notice a slight patch. But I will tell you, we take a lot of pride in it, and, and it's very small uh, uh, and, and noticeable. Well, we've got one final segment that we've got coming up, and when we do, I want I want to talk about some of those really unique projects y'all have uh, in your your gallery book there. Now, this is not a pool leak question, but we did have we do have a homeowner that wanted to know your opinion on variable speed pumps. Uh, being out there in the field, and your previous company was all pool service, so you you have got plenty of experience with that. Just real quick, what's your what's your opinion? Well, whether you like them or not, if it's on a primary um, uh, filtration uh, line, by law you have to have them. Um, I'm a fan of them, but there's a fine line of reducing the RPM so low that I don't get to enjoy the, uh, the features that my pool has to offer. Uh, it's, there's also a fine line that if you reduce the RPMs to a certain point, uh, the vacuum won't move around or the pop-up system may not move around. So there's pros and cons, but all in all, I'm a fan of them and I do support them. And then a texter wants to know, is there anything specific you wish pool builders knew or did different? Um, Pool builders generally uh, are, are doing a great job. I think we've all realized with the surge over the last two years that quality is the top priority. And, um, yeah, we have a great partnership with all of them uh, in the Valley. And uh, we, we really help each other out. Uh, I will say this, that they, they really care, and they've really done a good job in making sure that that quality is held to the highest standard. All right, some of your prize jobs there that you know were, were head ticklers. You, they might have taken not four or six hours, but four or five trips out to figure out where, where, where's the sucker leaking. Yeah, so we won't mention any names, right? But uh, <laughs> um, there's a lot of really, really neat ones. We've done some uh, uh, projects that have that have uh, you know taken us 14 days to complete. Um, lap pulls. Uh, aquatic centers, um, um, technicians three to four on, on the property at one time, uh, hundreds and hundreds of plugs uh, laid out, really, really neat stuff. Um, we try to stay away from that. It takes up our whole team, and then there's no room for anybody else, you know? But uh, um, the ones that are always the most fascinating that really stick out, and, and again, you can go to our Facebook page and really browse through it, especially uh, you know, further down, we really try to, to show the public what we found. The, mo- the ones that are the most fascinating by far are the tree roots. It's amazing mm-hmm. how a tree can travel. It almost has that sixth sense for water. 
and they'll run the plumbing line. It's essentially the plumbing line's already laid the path for the root to follow. So they'll just hug the plumbing line until they get to the water. And, and the ones that are most fascinating actually come from the neighbor's tree. The customer generally doesn't even have the tree in the vicinity, oh. and, and it comes from the neighbor's tree. So, so now you got to go tell the neighbor. Now you, you have your to tree tell the neighbor. Out. That's Ooh. right. That's right. And, and the roots around the pipe really remind me of like um, braided uh, rope. They literally will weave and constrict the pipe until it snaps. Um, because obviously they, they've sensed water and, and maybe it was a minor drip, but as they snap the pipe, it I, creates a full, full break. It could even be the movement of the water through the pipe. There may not even be a leak. I, in my opinion, correct. they can feel that water vibration, just like, uh, you know, gophers can feel the water vibration. You never see a gopher burrow into a lake. Yeah. They can feel that, that vibration. Yeah. So those by far are the, the neatest photos we have, um, the structural side's very interesting as well because you're looking for a needle in a haystack, literally. Um, one sector of the pool that has just uh, maybe some missing pebble tech could be pulling dye um, and, and causing a three-inch water loss per day. So the structural leaks uh, definitely are fascinating. The root-related issues are fascinating. Um uh, yeah, it's just really all over the place. Um, um, and then you were mentioning during the break just what a homeowner can do in a half hour to determine if they've got a leak. Yeah, it's so simple in a lot of ways, you know. Not Maybe not where the leak is, but if they've got one. <laughs> to determine, right? Because you want to make sure that if you're calling us, it's for, for good reason, right? You're paying you regardless if we find a leak. We want to make sure that you've done some preliminary things to make sure that you, you have it. So... Um, run the pool, run the pool for a good 20, 30, 40 minutes, walk around the yard, run all the features, run the water feature, run the pop-ups, run the filtration pump, run them in high speed, not low speed, because, uh, low speed may, may mask something that's, that's smaller, that only, uh, becomes worse during its high speed, uh, run times. And then look for areas of the, the, the pool structure that could be, um, uh, pooling with water, if you're lucky enough to get it to come to the surface, um, or maybe white calcification buildup uh, on the backside of a water feature or a shear descent column could, could indicate something. And you've also expanded past the pool. You're now looking at irrigation systems and other sources of water leaks that could be on the homeowner property? Correct. So we're just getting into home slab leak detection uh, and then we're also offering irrigation surveys uh, where we'll run the irrigation zones and we'll be able to determine uh, how many gallons you're using per a minute in each zone. So kind of a survey, kind of a general look at all the, the lines. In handling, Pinpoint Leak Detection website? Uh, www.pinpointleakaz.com. Phone number? 602-777-0771.